and welcome. Prepare your heart as we dive into the Word of God. Our desire at Beloved Church in Lena, Illinois, is to lead you into a life-changing encounter with grace and truth. Jesus Christ has a divine destiny perfectly orchestrated for those who are willing to be adventurous enough to receive His favor and blessing into their life. Our prayer is that you will allow the presence of the comforting Spirit of God to radically display the Father's love for you. You are a part of God's beloved family, and that means you are greatly loved. Now over to our guest minister for today. Anybody notice the the constant thread this morning with worship and hope? I know, it's so good. I'm, I have to be cautious, because I I know you all know that I say these kind of things in tongue in cheek, so to speak, but what coincidences, because you can't make it up. It started in prayer over here this morning. Pastor Ryan spoke to it when, when he was sharing a little bit. But it's, it's, it's the Father's heart for us in this season. It's a now thing. Get this. Hope. Let hope arise in any little area where you need hope. Why? Because without hope, you can't attach faith to anything. And if you can see it in your imagination and you can have hope for it, you can attach your faith to it and see yourself in that position, see that manifesting in your life. Whether it's prosperity, a relationship, health, whatever it is. Don't quash your imagination in those areas. Because the Lord gave you an imagination, let him work through it. I mean, there's both ditches. Yet, you have the mind of Christ when you're in the Holy Spirit, right? So it should be getting easier and easier to bounce and find and hone in and know your shepherd's voice and walk right into that witty invention, that dream, that thought for someone that you deliver that word and go, and it changes their destiny because you spoke their destiny into existence. Hope is the foundation for your faith. This morning we sang, he's awakening the hope in me by calling forth my destiny. You know, if I scroll all the way down on these seven pages of notes... I had that song printed on here a week ago. And I was laughing this morning in prayer because I have that kind of relationship with the Holy Spirit and our Father. I recommend you do because it's really fun. And I'm going, Lord, you're so good. I'm sure we're singing that song this morning, but I'm leaving that right there. Ha, 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 ha. Are you laughing at me? So when they were warming up this morning, I'm standing back there, and they started those, I went, yeah, of course. (laughs) You're so good, Lord. Like I had to get in the way. Not. Not at all. So let him awaken your hope. The world has dashed our hopes, amen? Anybody been kicked around like a can at some point by another person, by an employer, by a situation, by a town, by a church, by religion? Am I missing anything? 
that dashes our hopes. Yeah, for real. Now let your hope arise. I have about 117 scriptures to go through where the Lord is telling us to build our hope. We, he is our hope. Because I want you to be able to go back and stand on these hope things. It will help your soul and your journey like you can't imagine if you can grab hope and stop being hopeless. The world is hopeless. Have you noticed in the last few years? It'll never work. Stay back from me. We're all going to die. Yeah, nonsense in Jesus' name. It's insanity, but it's hopeless. It's hopeless. Allie and I don't even remember where we were, but we're out in public recently. Yep, we go out in public sometimes even. <laughs> and she made the comment, oh, man, it's like there's no sense of humor. There's no, people are like, they're hopeless. What do we carry? The hope of Jesus Christ and his kingdom. That's us. I delivered a word to this body years, uh, I don't know, two, uh, whenever, 2017 or something. Said so we're equippers. We are equipping equippers. Y'all are equippers if you're called to this house. You're kings and priests. You're light carriers. You are world changers. And it is so fun to be able to speak to you on that level. It makes the passion rise up in me because I got hope for all of us to change the world and the culture around us. Whew. Yeah. Have hope that they're real. If you haven't written them down, write them down. And read them. And have hope in them. Because if it's our king's words, if, I'm being funny, they're a word from the Lord to raise your hope. They're a place you can stand in a firm foundation that the lies and the, the theft of your hope that the enemy's trying to do is not truth. So stand on that word. Allie got a word when we were out at the minister's conference the other day, and of course, because our father's so good, it wasn't a word of anything that she wasn't aware of. It wasn't like, do, 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 do. This is a code from the Lord. That It was none of that. But it was affirming what we already knew. And you know what it did? It rebuilt her hope in that place. Because her father knew in that moment, she just needed a little breath of hope in that spot. And it was glorious. Time and time and time and time and time again, the Lord's trying to build our hope. It's why we we as a family walk into and are growing deeper in hearing what the Lord has for one another because it's what the gathering of the saints is supposed to look like edifying and exhorting each other in, in psalms and songs and giving words that the Lord gave for one another. Anybody ever been in the middle of a moment and had somebody walk up to him and give him a word? Yeah. I have, for real. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. 
If you can't see what you're hoping for, I hope this ankle gets healed. Gosh, I want this ankle to get healed. By his stripes I am healed. And you start reading the scriptures over yourself. But can you see with hope and faith the size of a mustard seed attached to it? Can you see yourself healed? And I do mean see. Make it happen. You got this beautiful sanctified imagination. Watch yourself walk down the sidewalk, across the street. Watch yourself walk across wherever you are without that gimp. Hope. Takes hope for that to even begin. Maybe it's a creative business idea. I know we have a lot of witty inventions and great business ideas in this family. I happen to be privy to some of the lists of them. And if it's, if it's from the Lord, and, and, and he's breathing on it in the now, then it will manifest. But you've got to attach your hope, your faith, and visualize it and bring it into this realm. There was a word spoke over us, and I don't even know how long ago. This was before I was here. That this body was going to be the healthiest, wealthiest, most, 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 most influential body in the region. I received, I receive it. I wasn't even here when somebody spoke it out. I don't even know who spoke it out. Doesn't matter. <gasps> Why? What if they were a weirdo? No. I don't care what they are. The Lord spoke through them, and I'm receiving it. And we all stand in agreement in it. So guess what? In my imagination, I know I've told you all before I've seen cartoon, right? It's really fun. I see that for you all. I really do. And it's so cool. I encourage you to do that. Visualize someone from our family walking perfectly, standing erect, driving a new car, whatever that looks like in your imagination, do it. Because just that's doing what? Coming in agreement. That's coming in agreement with a word from the Lord. What happens when we come in agreement with the word? Things manifest. Yep. Just because you can't touch it, see it, smell it, taste it, or feel it, doesn't mean it's not happened and it's not in process. Luke 18, 8. I tell you, 
I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth? I know he will here. I know he will in our family. Amen? Amen. We can't have faith without hope. Do you see why the enemies robbed hope of the world? Because without hope, you can't have faith. So why would he make the people in the world hopeless? Oh, I'm never going to be able to do anything after the corona thing. There are generations that lost their hope because of this corona lie. And there are other generations affected in their hope because of that lie. And I, and I can say lie because 22 million were supposed to die in 12 months. And I don't know about y'all, but that would have been people across the street and down the, down the block from right here where we are now. Anybody know any of that? Nope, didn't happen. What does that mean? It was a lie. But what did it do? It stole hope. Why? Because the enemy knew the Great Awakening was already in process. This has been going on. And he's got to pull out all the stops to shake what he can shake and take people's hope. It'll never work. Can't even go to church anymore. Oh my gosh, what are we going to do? No, nonsense. Nonsense. Do you know that your life walking in hope and joy will bring people to the Lord and you don't even have to run your mouth. How can you be the way you are? Don't you see what's going on? Yeah, because Jesus is king. I, don't, I, I just don't walk in that. Jesus is king. I have hope. That's nothing right now because wait till you see tomorrow. Wait till you see that lie exposed. That's hope. And every day, lies are being exposed, in case you haven't noticed, in ways that are shaking the world. Back to that shaking. Get your hope up, saints. Joel 3.16. This roar is kind of a word today, too. And I'm thinking we got a little boldness that we need to rise up and blow on. The Lord also shall roar out of Zion and utter his voice from Jerusalem. And the heavens and the earth shall shake. But the Lord will be the what? Hope, Hope of his people. Are we his people? Yes. Amen. We are chosen kings and priests. Be the hope of his people and the strength. Y'all know we're children of Israel, right? Yeah. Grafted into the, okay, good. Strength of the children of Israel, us. So he will be our strength. He will be our hope. He will shake the earth and the heavens. Amen. This shaking started in about 2016. It seems to me it was about the end, and I released a word on that, and it was released by people all over the world. 
and immediately, immediately it was in the press. The angel broke right off the top of the Mormon tabernacle thing out there in Utah. The little gold angel thingy, there it was. No storm, and suddenly the... Th and then it's trickled down throughout many, many, many ministries, many religions, many organized religions. This shaking has been incredible, and he hasn't even begun to shake the heavens yet. Just wait till you see what's coming. Stay on what Pastor Craig shared as well. Are you, are, you, are, you, are you seeing? Hope is a heart posture. And this whole journey is a what? Yeah. We have hope. We have faith. In him and his promises. Because his promises are all yes and amen. What's the opposite of hope? Dun, 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 dun. Okay, it's got to be somebody over here that's got it. What's the opposite of hope? It's good. Did, did you notice it started over here and then it started to grow and then we got a couple over? That was awesome. <laughs> okay. The first thing that came to me when I, when I asked myself that question, what's the opposite of hope? Fear. Hopelessness. Fear. That four-letter word that Pastor Steve's been talking about that no superhero deals with. Are you all a bunch of superheroes or not? Yes. Praise God. Ooh, that was awesome. <laughs> we know that we are superheroes in Jesus' name. You know, I can't, I, I might be able to say it enough, but I don't care. I'm going to choose to say it again and again and again and again and again, even if it's just for me. We were chosen to be here at this very moment. You were chosen to be part of this family. You were chosen to hear these words. You were chosen for a task, a destiny, right now, while this great awakening is happening. Ah! That's so thrilling. Hope causes passion to rise. The expected outcome thrills me. Webster's 1828, definition of hope. A desire of some good, accompanied with at least a slight expectation of obtaining it. A slight expectation. It's the first time I've opened up Webster's and gone, in Jesus' name. I rebuke that. I don't have a slight expectation of what my father promises me. I have all the expectation my body can handle. I'll come apart if I get any more excited. <laughs> Why? Because of my past experiences with the Lord and how he's blessed me and how my body's been healed. Boy, I can go on just that. Okay, back to Webster. Because really, truly, Webster's 1820 is great 
there's some good stuff, but there, right there, I just had to, in Jesus' name. Hope differs from a wish. It implies that there's expectation, which is why we can attach our faith to hope, because you're expecting the outcome. The word says, therefore I can stand on it, whether my soul and right now I might not, what? See it, taste it, smell it, feel it. I can still stand in that with hope and attach a little tiny. Do y'all have mustard seeds at home in your kitchen? Go buy some. If you need a buck, I'm going to give you a buck. You can go buy some. Cub Foods right across the street, brother. Because you need to visualize that mustard seed and just how small that little dude is. And that's all the faith it takes to attach to that hope. It's so good. Hope. Confidence in a future event. The highest degree of a well-founded expectation of good as a hope founded on God's gracious promises. I don't know how they could have got that so right. And a paragraph before, got that slight mixed up in there. That must be a typo. Can you imagine today's dictionary? Don't go there. There's just no need. Just don't. There's just not a need. (laughs) Because the great deceiver is called the great deceiver for a reason. And if you think a dictionary isn't part of that, it is. It really is. We've got to be so careful where we grab our information to make sure that it lines up with the Lord's heart and his word. Okay. The hope. This was Webster's. The hope of Israel is the Messiah. I know. Praise God. Without hope, there is nothing to live for. There's nothing to live for. It's what causes the attitude and the brokenheartedness and the drudgery of those that just, time to make the donuts. Mom, it's time to make the donuts. And every day they go through the drudgery. Where's their hope? The enemy's done his best at introducing other things for us to put hope into generationally. Things to keep us busy. Hmm. Yep, sports. In a lot of ways. What a great way to keep your mind occupied. Oh, I hope the Bears win next week. I hope the Bears... Sorry, but it's just reality. I hope I can catch that big bass. I hope when I go to the mall that... I hope I can find a guy. I hope I can find a girl. I hope that that'll be okay. That's so worldly hope and not kingdom hope. Our hope needs to stay in him. Jeremiah 29, 11, please. 
I will bless you. That's us, beloved. I will bless you with a future filled with hope. A future of success, not suffering. You don't need to suffer in any way, shape, or form. You don't need to struggle. You don't need to suffer. That's part of the prosperity that Christ died for. That's a blessing from our Father. Hope. We get to have hope. We get to have a future filled of success and not suffering. Is the world suffering? Oh my gosh, they're in anguish. It breaks my heart to read all the stories of people dying because of the jab and hurting because of the jab and not being able to perform like they normally... You know, we saw something like... I'll finish that thought. Not being able to do the things that they used to be able to do, including athletics. Kids dropping dead on the basketball court. Football field. Highly trained in the prime of their life athletes falling out when they're performing their tasks or working out. And now one of the newest things this last week was playing video games. Now, I'm not a gamer. <laughs> but I understand how it could get your emotions tied, right? You get a little excited when you're doing that. Because I think the games that like, I probably have ever played the most in my life are like the arcade games, and you're driving the Speedway car with the real steering wheel and the gas pedal thing <laughs> that went kind of click, click. Okay, right. Well, so I could see maybe I could, I could see maybe getting a little excited doing that. So there you are sitting in your thing doing that, and people are dying doing that. They're having arrhythmia doing that because of this jab. People are suffering. And praise God, we have the answer. Because we can tell them of our king, the lover of their soul, to bring them out of a place of suffering and into a hope-filled future. That's us. Back to Webster's. Hopeless, hopeless, giving no ground, not some ground, zero, zero ground, giving no ground of hope or expectation of good, promising nothing desirable, desperate as a hopeless condition. The world is hopeless without Jesus. I would be hopeless without Jesus. Any parts of us that are hopeless or anything we can self-examine and look at and say, that makes me hopeless, I feel hopeless. Let a brother or sister pray for you. It's powerful. We don't have to be hopeless in any way, shape, or form. 
Don't give the enemy any ground at all. Isaiah 41.10. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Have hope in that. Fear not. Whew, that's so good. Fear was a big deal for me and anxiety and trepidation. Fear was big deal for me. Praise God he set me free of all of it. Fear not. Job 8.13 says, Such is the hopeless future of all who turn away from God and trust in something as frail as a spider's web. They take hold and fall because it's so flimsy. BLT. Stand on that world nonsense and look how flimsy it is. Look at how you're tossed to and fro. How cheap and plastic those relationships really are. How cheap and plastic and worthless those promises are of the world. Yet we can stand on the word of our Father in truth, with hope, with faith, and it will manifest and it will be your, you can have it, it's so easy. People trust in the weirdest things, yet we need to have trust to operate. Ever drive down Route 20 with the little painted lines down the middle and even give it a thought? Unless somebody's like weaving onto your side of the road, but ever even give it a thought? Boy, I hope they stay on their side today. No. We zoom down the road at within the legal speed limit every time. <laughs> yes, I use the whole road sometimes. I pay taxes for it and I pay gas tax for it. So sometimes I do choose to use the whole road. But when somebody's coming down the other side, I stay on my side of the line. Because I know they're hoping that I do. And I'm hoping they do. Yet. Yet. There are so many things to hope for in the world that mean nothing. Ready for another, you can't make this up? I really search for other analogies other than sports, so if you got them, bring them, okay? But I don't hope the Bears make it to the Super Bowl. I could give two rips. Yeah. Or the Packers or anybody. Because I seek the kingdom of God first above all else. Yeah. Okay, so I said it a little louder than Pastor Craig did. 
So maybe that landed, and maybe that was for me, whatever. Which gives me hope for the future in a way that those who turn from God don't have. It's not always the most popular choice. In case you haven't noticed, there is some persecution. It's all right. You can't make this stuff up. Why? Because it's now. That's how important it is. And I beseech you guys, when that kind of thing is going on, which happens here all the time, you need to really be hanging on what you heard in somebody's prayer, becoming in agreement with it, stand on what was shared by all the different components of your family that you were called to be a part of, because it'll change your life. It's changed and is changing mine every day. Why is it that so many that chase mammon, mammon, that have turned from God, that are out there in the world, are in need of all they can do to have some kind of joy, some kind of hope, some kind of happiness? Drugs, alcohol, Two-foot boatitis, two-foot RVitis. I, I don't know, pick it. it. It's all different. Shopaholics, you need to have 77 pairs of shoes. I, I, nope. Don't. 113 pairs of jeans. I don't know, pick it. There's a million of them, right? right. right. To satisfy that desire, that lack of hope that's really trying to satisfy a lack of hope. Well, if I get a new wife, I'll be happy. No, you won't. Nope, because your hope's not in a person. That's the problem. I am never gonna get through halfway of this, am I? Okay, praise God. Now, hope is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Then stand in that and hold on to it. And it's not like I would print that out and hold on to it, but I might put it on a sticky note on the dash of my car. When I was driving all the time on the road in my Suburban, doing that thing, sweating and toiling, I had sticky notes everywhere. Because I needed to be remembered, reminded. Remembered? I needed to remember, I needed to be reminded. And I'd put them right in my face. Sorry. I, because I needed that. If you need it, do it. If you need a brother or sister to remind you, to remind you to do it, ask. Maybe the person that's discipling you should be reminded of, you know, could you keep reminding me? I need a hand in this. Will you help me with that?
If you've gotten those written down words that we've all encouraged you to do, hold on to that. Read it. If it's not manifest in your life, start reading it once a week. So you can build your faith and attach it to that. Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore I say unto you, whatsoever things ye desire when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. Jesus said it. Yes? That's hope. Whatever you desire. Am I the only person in this room that's had the desires, the unspoken desires of their heart given to them? Anybody else? Yeah, praise God. Isn't that awesome? Come on in, y'all. The rest of you that couldn't raise your hand yet or wouldn't, come on in. The water is really good, and it's so fun. Have desires. What are desires? Hope. Not for mammon, not for worldly stuff. It's an important component of that. Your father wants to meet the desires of your heart, the things you've never spoken. Why? Why? Because then when you testify it, bar the door, Katie, because you can't make that stuff up. I never said I wanted that, and look at what the Lord did. So when you hear us testify here, us, us, I mean us, not Bob and whomever, I mean us as a family, when you hear a testimony, put your hope in it. Grab it, attach your faith for it, and make it your own. Maybe that was your ankle that's having a hard time. Maybe it's your back that's a little crinked. Maybe you have a gluten intolerance like Allie did for 25 years. There's four in this body that have been set free of that, by the way. Yeah. Attach hope. And bring it into this reality, because it will. At Grace Group this last week, we were talking about, we've been a couple different things, but we got onto electric bills and are totally fascinated at how blessed we are and how cheap our electricity is. I'm just going to confess, I haven't opened the electric bill in a minute. And we opened the electric bill and went, oh. is this only reading half the power we're using or what? Because I'm just going to tell you, it's cheaper with the two of us there, with all kind of stuff going, with all the extra freezers we got going, and refer we, have go we have going, than it was when I was there by myself and didn't have that stuff going. That's called what? Favor. Favor. If your electric bill's high, attach hope to that. I, can't, I, I don't understand why it is the way it is, but it is. Praise God. Okay.
Romans 8.18. I am sure that what we are suffering now cannot compare with the glory that will be shown to us. In fact, all creation is eagerly waiting for God to show who his children are. Are we his children? Yes. That should... That, you, that thrills me. The creation is excited about me being me. Waiting for God to show who his children are. Meanwhile, creation is confused, but not because it wants to be confused. God made it this way in the hope that creation would be set free from decay and would share in the glorious freedom of his children. We know that all creation is still groaning and is in pain like a woman about to give birth. The Spirit makes us sure about what we will be in the future, but we now groan silently while we wait for God to show that we are His children. This means that our bodies will also be set free, and this hope is what saves us. Period. This hope is what saves us. Period. But if we already have what we hope for, there's no need to keep hoping. Oh, but I got news. There's so much more. We're not, we're not in the starting blocks anymore. By Just getting started. I'm just getting started. However, we hope for something we have not yet seen, and we wait patiently for it. When we don't see it, touch it, taste it, smell it in the natural, we wait patiently for it. In certain ways, we're weak, but the Spirit is here to help us. For example, when we don't know what to pray for, the Spirit prays for us in ways that cannot be put into words. All our thoughts are known to God. He can understand what is in the mind of the Spirit as the Spirit prays for God's people. That's the beauty of speaking in tongues. And small, not small, sidebar. If you're not baptized in the Holy Spirit, today is the perfect day. There's going to be a team of altar ministers here who are experts at baptizing people in the Holy Spirit, and your life will never be the same. Even if you question whether you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, today's a perfect day. Just do it again. 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 There's more. There's more. There's more. There's more. There's more. We know that God is always at work for the good of everyone who loves him. They are the ones God has chosen for his purpose. And, he's, and he has always known who his chosen ones would be. So if you want to second guess yourself, 
You want to allow the deceiver or some other person. Person? Person. <laughs> to talk you out of who you were? Just go to Romans 8, 29. You are an equipper because you were called to this house. And that's what we do. That's what we are called to do. You are, you are one of the most influential kings and priests in the region. Why? Because you're part of this ecclesia. You walk in divine health. Why? Because you were called to be part of this ecclesia. Have hope in this. Have hope in that and watch it manifest when you attach a mustard seed of faith to it. Hope is so necessary in this journey and God spoke about it constantly. If we have ears to hear and eyes to see and put it in context of our own journey. You're a chosen one. He had decided to let them become like his own son. Come on. Does Christ live in you? Yes. And do you live in Christ? Yes. What power and authority do you carry? All. 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 That makes you the scariest thing on the planet. Do you realize that? Do you realize how the enemy shakes when Jesus walked in? You too. That's for another message. Was Jesus ever hopeless? Can you find that in the scriptures anywhere? So how, how on earth could we have a hopeless moment even? Not saying you can't, but if you do, you have the mind of Christ, yes? Same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is in you, right? Use it. He decided to let them become like his own son so his son would be the first of many children. God then accepted the people that he had already decided to choose and he has shared his glory with them. We live in the most glorious times ever and when I preached that and this corona lie was coming out, people were flinging arrows at me left and right. I said that a couple weeks ago to another sister, and she's like, I don't understand. This is the worst time. Well, be it according to your own faith. My faith and my hope is we are in the most glorious times I've ever seen on this planet in accordance with God's word and advancing the kingdom of God. Stay there. Let that manifest in your life. Let that manifest in your life. Let your passion stand there. Praise God. God then accepted the people he had already decided to choose, and he has shared his glory with them. Wait till Pastor Rich comes and talks about glory. I haven't seen his notes, but I just know it's going to be so powerful. Okay. The foundation of faith is what? Amen. 
We talked about the yellow center line going down the road when we're driving. We, it, it's natural in our flesh to constantly hope for stuff that we don't even realize we're hoping for. Boy, that's a big airplane. Hope it doesn't fall out of the sky. Anybody fly? Anybody ever fall asleep when somebody else is driving? Hope. We all have hope. Let's funnel that hope into the way the Lord wants us to so we can be all that he wanted us to be and stop walking around with this, it'll never work. That's the world. That's lemon sucking. Right. We're not lemon suckers. Thus saith Tabitha. Passion comes from hope. Passion comes from hope. Passion for what? Passion for what you have hope in. I get super excited about testimonies. Why? Because my hope is in that all of you, that everyone I get to speak truth into, experiences everything God has for you, far surpassing my journey. That thrills me that you could be there. That's passion. I know it's hard to believe. Sometimes Ellie even has to say, calm down. Passion comes from hope. Have hope. Have hope. 1 John 3, 1 through 3. Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called sons of God. That's so good. Therefore, the world knoweth us not, because he knew him not. Beloved, that so blesses me. Y'all beloved? Yes. Now we are the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we should be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him. For we shall see as he is. And every man that hath this hope. This might be another scripture to write on a little sticky note. Till you know it in your knower. And every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself even as he is pure. What does that mean? That means you moved into a different level of purity. You moved deeper in Christ simply by hope. That's too easy. I know. This is not complex stuff. If it was rocket science, we'd need someone else to teach it because I'm certainly not qualified. This is so simple and so pure and so This is the hope that comes in us when we're baptized in the Holy Spirit and we come to Christ. The hope then faith that his word is true and his promises are yes and amen. 
And from that moment forward, the enemy's trying to steal it from you. So we're in the seed. There's words going forth today. There's words that have gone forth already today that the enemy is going to try and steal it because it's going to change your journey. You're going to turn out to be also the most dangerous thing on the planet. I didn't say room. I said planet because it doesn't matter where we are. And it is simple quantum physics if we command reality in Pakistan right now. It will happen in Jesus' name for any of you, not just me, that know. I love my pastor. Hebrews 6, 11, and we desire that every one of you do show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope. Of what? Hope. Unto the end. Next chapter, verse 19, 719 in Hebrews. For the law made nothing perfect but the bringing in of a better hope did. The which we draw nigh unto God. Hope, 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 hope. We need hope. And dead people are trying to rob your hope. People that aren't in Christ are trying to rob your hope. Some of them might be family. Some of them might be buddies or friends for 60 years or 12 or 6. And they're good people. I don't give a rip. They're trying to steal your hope. That junk's getting on you. That negative Nanu stuff. And I'm not telling you to separate yourself, but the Lord may be telling you to separate yourself for a time such as this. Oh, I don't want to do that. Okay, so here's the song. Um, I have no idea what you're, somebody will help. We live in a time that is so, so important for us to be who we are created to be. And as I was just saying that, I just heard in my head, this ain't no party, this ain't no disco, this ain't no messing around, whatever that was. Anybody know who that was, what that was? Praise God. It was for somebody on YouTube, and I just email it, Pastor Bob at BelovedChurchIllinois.com. That's a song. I did not make that up. Mitchell, if I made that up, I want copyright immediately. Please. Okay. Fascinating. It's just a couple of notes. Marinate. Christ, the hope of Jews and Gentiles. Every time I'm in the scriptures and I see a heading to a part of, well, and actually it'll be a subheading, I think about Mitchell going, and I don't even know who that was that put those in there. Just read the letter. Just read the text, right? I know, bro. I, it's, it's forever there. 
Kind of like Jess saying, if you don't snap the top, it will always spill. It's never leaving. So anyway, Romans 15.8. The title right above that is Christ, the hope of the Jews and Gentiles. Hope. I tell you that Christ came as a servant of the Jews to show that God has kept his promises. He made to their famous ancestors. Christ also came so that the Gentiles would praise God for being kind to them. Think about what Pastor Craig said about praise today. That was a powerful truth. It is just as the scriptures say, I will tell the nations about you and I will sing praises to your name. The scriptures also say to Gentiles, come and celebrate with God's people. Again, the scriptures say, praise the Lord, all you Gentiles, all you nations, come and worship him. Isaiah says, someone from David's family will come into power, he will rule nations, and they will put their hope in him. I pray that God, notice the comma, who gives hope, comma, will bless you with complete happiness and peace because of your faith. And that the power of the Holy Spirit fill you with hope. Wait, you mean hope comes from God and his spirit? And hope came from Jesus and out of his mouth? Jesus is the word, yeah? And hope, we haven't even touched all 157 scriptures, and that wasn't all of them. It's everywhere. So if Jesus is hope, God who gives hope, and the Holy Spirit to fill you with hope. Get out of town. This is simple. Why do we walk around hopelessly? Why do we let the enemy deceive us that we are hope-filled? That. When that thought comes, pop it out, get out of town, get out of here. Psalm 31:23. O love the Lord, all ye his saints, for the Lord preserveth the faithful and plentifully rewardeth the proud doer. Being a doer of his word is a big deal. First in yourself, and then in everyone around you. Plentifully rewardeth the proud doer. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart, all ye that have hope in the Lord. Huh. Isn't that awesome? Come on. 
He'll strengthen your heart. All you got to do is have a little hope. You know, the first time I laid hands on somebody and watched them be healed was down in uh, Pennsylvania. Um, thought I could say the town. Can't. Doesn't matter, apparently. And I didn't want to. You all have heard that story before. But when I did that, it gave me hope. Do you see that? I could be a doer all over again because I just watched a miracle happen. And I had never seen with my eyes a miracle happen other than on YouTube. I'd never been in a room. I almost said womb. <laughs> Maybe when I was in the womb, I saw a miracle or five. I have no idea. But I had never seen in front of my face. I had never seen something happen like that before. But I knew my daddy's voice. And I knew what he told me to do, and I stepped out in risk, and I did it. And guess what kind of hope that gave me? So I have hope in the Lord, and guess what he's done? Strengthen my heart. So, I want your hope to be stirred in a way it's never been stirred for whatever that is. Finances, health, relationship, your journey, witty inventions, wisdom, pick it. Doesn't matter. The Lord wants to bless us, those that will have hope in him. Yes? So what I'd like to do is invite Pastor Ryan to come up and, and sing for the second time today. He's awakening the hope in me. Thank you so much for sharing this time with us as we have encountered Jesus Christ through the ministry of his life-changing word. If you would like to learn more about Steve Castle Ministries and Beloved Church, you can go online to stevecastle.com or belovedchurchillinois.com. You can also contact us at 815-990-0367. Always remember that you are a part of the Beloved Family of God, and Beloved Church is the place where you are greatly loved. Now please open your heart to receive as Pastor Steve proclaims the blessing of the Father over your life. I pray, I declare that above all things that you allow the finished work of the cross to bring prosperity into your finances and also divine health prospering your body and all of these things are going to affect you in a supernatural way as you allow your soul, your mind, your will, your emotions and your personality to be perfected in prosperity that the Father desires for you to have. We love you and we cannot wait to see and be with you again soon. Goodbye, beloved.